All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with heel producer Jim Cunningham. Yes, yes, yes. A couple days before Thanksgiving, we got a lot to get to. Jerry Ferrara will be on. He is going to settle a feud between the Parley Kid and Harry. Hopefully, I don't know. I think it'll go on forever, but he's going to step in and do his best. We're going to go over the NFL's best games of Thursday and the weekend. We'll throw a college game in there. Golf. There's a matchup between Steph Curry and Peyton Manning and Phil Mickelson and Charles Barkley. We're not sure what the rules are, but we're going to make a lot of money off that. The boys are going to give their best bets, and here they are. My gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Sal, what's up? What's going on, buddy? Uh, you are, Brother Bry. You guys all give free picks on ExtraPoints.com. Yes, every single day. There's soccer today, if you're listening to this on a Tuesday. For God's sakes, they really had to dig deep. There's MLS. Uh, I think Harry found like a, uh, an Egyptian handball game or something. Something going on. But I should mention that Brother Bry, with his best bet yesterday, picked you picked the Rams and you picked the exact score, right? 27-24 final. Good job by you, brother Bry. That's Thank as good. You. That's as close as it gets, right? When you yeah, pick the exact score. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> funny because last week too, I had a college game. I had the exact score too until an eighty-yard touchdown. A meaning eighty-yard meaningless touchdown with uh, fifteen seconds left in one of those games. So, um, so yeah, I was <laughs> I was proud of myself, but I got the shit kicked out of me anyway the rest of the weekend. So I mean, at least it got me started in the right. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling a little good for this week, but terrible last week. New week. Harry's feeling good, too. You know, he is. There's no shortage of bragging uh, by him when he does well. What did you text me, Harry? You had three in a row on extra points or. Uh, well, first, that was a nice bride. Nice <laughs> job on the exact score. But I did have uh, Medvedev over Schwartzman on Friday. Six, I predicted six, three, six, four. And it was six, three, six, three. Uh, <laughs> Northwestern money line on Saturday. Uh to win the game outright, obviously, and they did that. And then on Sunday, uh, my pick also came in, the Ra- which you went with, Sal, on uh, best bet, the Raiders-Chiefs game to go over 56.5. Parley, kid, you don't care about any of this Harry stuff. When he picks Dalvin Cook <laughs> over yards, and then on his website he picks under yards and calls him a beast there and says he's going to fail, like, yeah. you're like, it just rolls, right? Yeah, it's uh, look, it's like Brian picking the perfect score, and then Harry will text us, and he'll be four points or five points away. Like Harry could have said, hey, I had Rams uh, 37-27. I was close. Almost nailed the score. Uh, yeah. You hear that? Brian actually nailed the score. Yeah. Harry. Uh, where Harry will brag about missing by point. And if you don't have the exact score, you missed. It doesn't matter what it is, right? It's true. So Harry. Harry's always doing Not things really. like this. Not always really. Always doing it. Always. Yeah, my my, my, my uh, best uh, – my picks uh, failed on this weekend. I was on a nice roll, but – this weekend uh, was not so good with the extra points, but let's get get let's get it going with soccer tonight. Let's Toronto. do it with Toronto soccer. FC, let's go. Yes, right, right. But before we get rolling in the positive, uh, our friends at Prop Swap know as great as it is to brag about the bets you win, it's even more fun, more fun to complain about the ones you took on the chin. And it's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call bed aches. Bet makes you sick, and you make the wrong pick. It's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. 
It's Farley Kid, what is your betting? Start us off. Well, it's pretty simple, Sal. I uh, made a lot of news this week as the Purdue-Minnesota uh, game, uh, which was a Friday night game. I believe Harry had the over in the game, so he was only concerned about that, and rightfully so. Uh, but late in the game, uh, Purdue down three points, uh, scores a touchdown, and there was a flag for a very mysterious offensive pass interference call, uh, which even SVP and our pal Mike Lombardi have uh, coined it as maybe possibly one of the worst calls of all time that was made. Totally phantom, totally made up. Really did look like the game was fixed at that point from the uh, ref standpoint. FanDuel gave betters their money back for that game. Yes. Right? So if you had Purdue, FanDuel said, you know what? That was such a terrible call. Mm-hmm. We are going to give your money back to you. So that just tells you what it was really like. So if you didn't see it, check it out. Uh, you can watch all different angles. Uh, brutal call. Brutal yep. call. Probably one of the worst I've ever seen. But, hey, good for – this is what gambling's about because, look, who else would have cared about Minnesota-Purdue? I mm. made got national news thanks That's to right. that play. People paying attention. Uh, so the gambling guys can kind of – they can be funny sometimes. But they could be terrible funny. call. That's my betting. I got screwed on it. Uh, I wish FanDuel was around when I had $28,500 on the freaking uh, New Orleans Saints over the Rams because that was as bad a call as... Uh, no, the one you were talking about is really, really bad. I mean, I watched it, and I don't know when it occurred in the end zone. <laughs> really, you could have called it the other way just as well because it just didn't exist. And uh, bad, bad call. Bad beat for sure. All right, Brother Bry, what is your betting? All right, so I had the Cincy-UCF game. So I mm. will say, I had UCF plus six and a half uh, for the game. But at halftime, the way the game was going, I was like, UCF cannot stop Cincy's offense. So I put a ton of money, a lot of money on Cincinnati over 17 and a half, second half points. Uh, so th- this hits you. A- any way you had Cincinnati, this screwed you. So I have se- they have 17 points in the second half on the final drive. It's first and goal from the five. The running back takes a knee. on. Basically, he gets to the half yard line, takes a knee or slides down. I guess it's a smart move at the time because they could waste they could mm-hmm. waste UCF's last time out. But you figure they're still going to go up for the score. They actually try on the next two possessions, miss by literally like an inch, especially on the third down. Uh, but the real reason I was pissed at that is because sometimes it's nice to share in, in these bed aches with other people. So I just assume, I send a text out to you guys, I assume Harry's on it because it's one of his best bets for best bet corner does mm. so i say oh harry you you lo- you got screwed on that too it's like no i didn't bet it i didn't bet it i mean jesus i mm. i got so, so mad <laughs> and then he and then he's like well you were on ucf the other side so i didn't want to go against it but i couldn't believe Please, I, stop it it was you know another one of those really 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 bad uh, he hasn't been watching guys. he hasn't been paying attention <laughs> he's giving all these picks out but he doesn't even watch it he doesn't watch it he's snails <laughs> He really was eating snails last night. His best bet is is napping. That's it. It's, it's even better than anything he gives out on this show. But thank, that would thank God that would, it saved me money last night. That would be boring to nap through everything. All right, Harry, and you bragged that you really didn't have a bed ache, but you're like, all right, I'll go with something. I don't know. Did you even bet this game? Uh, 
What I, well, I did? What the Vikings? What's which game? The US, UCF? No. Yeah, he, he has I don't no know. Idea. Whatever you no, just he, told me, you're well, gonna do for best bet. First off, first off, it was only uh, it was my only <laughs> loser on best bet corner, by the way. But uh, other aside from that, my 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 bet ache was the Vikings this past week. I did have that loss on a parlay. I mean, honestly, this team they tell you with your mind that they beat the Packers on the road, Bears on the road on Monday, come back, got to beat the Cowboys. At home, they'd be right there in the playoff hunt. They lose to Dallas. They let Dalton go for three touchdowns. I know their defense is uh, young, but still, you got to beat Dallas at home. Whenever the Vikings are liking the situation, when they're like a seven-point favorite at home, they never come through. I should have known better. Vikings on the money line cost me a parlay. That's funny. I watched that game with you. You didn't seem the least bit upset (laughs) by the result. You really didn't. Well, at the same time, I had the – I had – well, I – same time, I had another loser going on at the same time, so I was more concerned about that. Good job. All right, you couldn't S- keep yeah. track of the loser. Sal, what, what is I'm... what is he doing the whole time at your house? Because we're texting you like a million texts. He's not responding to anything. I just assume, is he playing with Harrison? I don't know. He's trying like, to play what? with the kids. He's looking for <laughs> wiffle balls. He was not watching football. Yeah. That, that, that's I was sure. watching plenty. I was watching it plenty. Downing pizza brings these donuts over. They all like a, 16 of them or a cream filled with the, like, the whipped cream. I don't know what's going on with Harry. You're but, welcome. harry is uh (laughs) all right i don't even know what to say all right that was bed aches and it was brought to you by prop swap america's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets prop swap can help you with your fantasy team sorry harry but they can help you find the best odds on college and nfl futures like kyle from chicago who bought a patrick mahomes mvp ticket at plus 125 plus 125 Everyone else has a minus 120. Kyle paid 650. Would have cost him 800 if he bought at the sports book, but he is a winner. I think that is a winner. Prop swap customers always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Right now, they're offering up to $500 in spending cash when you use the promo code odds. That's promo code odds. Prop swap will match you first deposit, your first deposit up to $500. Go to propswap.com. Or download the Prop Swap app today. Uh, kind of made news. I I bet a ticket off a of Prop Swap. Northwestern, basically seven to one to win the Big Ten. Put up. Uh, I'll win nine thousand dollars if it gets mm. back to me. The better originally risked thirty dollars at three hundred to one odds. So he or she is a winner. But there we go. I'm taking nice. that. North, do I have a chance? No, Northwestern, right? Absolutely I don't know. I just, have a chance. It might be the Absolutely. Set. Look, they got a shot. They, I think at least the best, second best team there. So best, best defense in the country. Oh. The defense is fantastic. I and had their quarterback has been great this year. So you got a shot. You got All a right. shot. I'll take it, man. I'll just, I just want to sell it. Can I sell it today? How much can I make if I sell it today? Not much has happened overnight. But um, <laughs> uh, let's see. I'll, I'll uh, you know, if you have 60, 65 bucks, I'll take it. Uh, there you go. That was bed aches. And now, you know, him from entourage, you know, him from power, you know, him. he's the guy that got knocked out at uh, malice at the palace about 16 <laughs> years ago. Most importantly, he's the host of waiver wired right here on the extra points podcast network, Jerry Ferrara. Thanks for coming on against all odds. Do you even know what you're getting into here? <laughs> I, I, I have a feeling I know, but now I don't know. I just came in here. I feel like I walked in on something that like, oh, well, I wish I knew what you guys were just saying before <laughs> I got let into this room because uh, everyone has a real shit eating grin on their face. right now. <laughs> well, we're very excited uh, to have you here. By the way, Jerry's birthday is is it tomorrow? Is your birthday tomorrow? I swear to you, I just remembered. It is tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, stop. What do you mean you just remember? Everyone knows their birthday. What do you just remember? <laughs> 
I mean, I know the day, but I just didn't oh. know where it fell in oh, the I week. I thought it was maybe on Thanksgiving or something. Oh, but yeah. yeah, apparently it is tomorrow. And I just want, all I asked for is to just be left alone. That's all yeah. I want this year. Left <laughs> alone. Did you ever <laughs> think on your birthday you'd be settling a fantasy feud um, <laughs> argument? <laughs> I, I honestly, I can't think of a better way to uh, to spend it. I'm really interested <laughs> in this. And uh, I, I've, I've given it a lot of thought. So, but I want to hear, I, I'm, okay. I'm here for you guys. Well, let me set the stage here because I, I think I, I'll put something in perspective. And you give us your preliminary thoughts. And then Darren, the parlay kid and Harry are, are excited to defend their case. By the way, Harry, I saw him the other day. He had like two pages He's like, oh, look what I'm going to say to Jerry. I'm like, no, you're not. You pick your best, pick your best three things. And that's what we're going with. But I'm not missing Thanksgiving dinner for this dumb thing. But here's what happened. Um, Darren, the parlay kid was two and seven. And he traded with a nine and O team. He traded... Mike Evans, he shipped off Mike Evans and got Chase Edmonds for Arizona. Okay, traded to the 9 and 0 team. He's 2 and 7. Harry objected saying Darren the parlay kid is trying to lose. He got the worst of the trade and is trying to lose so that Harry can't make the playoffs. Harry's got a middling team. Right? Don't just let me get through it, Harry. For God's <laughs> sakes, I got to get through this part. So Harry is like six and five now. He's or he's looking to get in the playoffs or five and six right around there. He thinks Darren traded poorly to tank and and so that the guy above Harry could make it to the playoffs and Harry could be out. Now, Jerry, we we uh laid this nonsense on you. You made a video in response. Just based on that, let me just say the parlay kid has won two games since. The nine and oh team has also won two games since. Harry, I think, went one and one, right? Somewhere right. in there in the last two weeks since it's been traded. Jerry, what are your thoughts about just that that we've heard? Well, I have a huge question. Yeah. Okay. Can you make the playoffs, Mr. Two and Seven? How far out of the final playoff spot were you? Do you have and did you have when you made the trade, did you have any hope? I had of to a win five in a row. Birth? My hope is to win five in a row. Seven and, and seven. That trade yeah. with that trade, you thought this is gonna help me run the table. I thought it bettered my team. Well, well, and and well. think about this. Time out. Think about this. What's the one team I can't catch? Yeah. It's the 9-0 and o team. Why do I care about the 9-0 and o team? Because I, because I play it, them in two weeks. I don't play them. <laughs> I so, do. But why do, why do I care about your team, Harry? I don't know. Why was Edmonds? And, and, and don't forget, Mike Edmonds. Mike Evans. Sorry, we got the <laughs> Edmonds, Evans. Mike Edmonds, Evans is very overrated in terms of his production this year. All right, his touchdowns have been there. His touchdowns have been there. But he's 38th in the league in catches and 38th in yards. Now, we're not a we're a standard league, okay? So we're not a, a points per reception league, just yards. Still number, one, okay? still number one on Tampa. Still number one he, He's barely on hanging on to that title as the number one receiver in Tampa if you look at his production, all right? Edmonds, I need a number two running back. I need it. I've offered almost everybody in the league trades. They've all turned me down. All right, so I go to the 9-0 and team. He jumps on it. I, I can't catch the 9-0 and team. He's the only, it makes the most sense for me to deal with the 9-0 right. team. All right, I Jerry, got questions. I got go some follow-ups real quick. Okay, yeah. uh, that number one team, Mike, who, who are his other receivers? Do you know? Do you have his roster? Let me hear nine and O's roster. Cause I could, I could, uh, I'll pull it up. I'll pull pull it up. In the meantime, Harry, his, he, his team, it's uh, called Matzo, uh, Matzo Parmesan. 
Right. Okay, uh, <laughs> he's got Metcalf. He's got Ridley. He's got so Mike uh, Evans Deontay is the third Johnson. receiver. He's got he's Robert Woods. Third receiver. Yeah. He's got Robert Evans, Woods. Evans, Ridley, Metcalf. Yeah, and then he's got. Keep Woods in mind, my receivers bench. are Julio Jones, Keenan Allen, and Chase Claypool. Yeah. All right. Claypool, you've started him like once. All right. Start, is it, I, Jerry, by the case? way, Jerry, by the way, also, let me just mention that before all this happened, the 9-0 and team happened to spend $55 to get Chase Edmonds, and then a week later, he trades him to the Parlay Kid, who's 2-7, and seven, and also throw in that Parlay Kid against the worst defense this past <laughs> week on Thursday. He sat Edmonds. He sat him. He sat him. So basically, you're giving away Evans for nothing, and you're and I would sat him. I would, I would sit Evans right now. He wouldn't be one of my top three receivers. Mm. Okay, but, that's a problem for you, Parlay Kid, because now you traded a starter for, uh, a, for a bench guy. You might not even get on the field again. It's about and again, again, wait, and again, I have, I have, I have, I have Kenyon Drake. Most people Jerry, two Jerry. and seven wouldn't care anymore. I no regrets. Listen, team. listen, hey, listen. Here's Listen. here's what it comes All down right, to. All right, one guy at a time. Go ahead. Paul take Kim, out, real quick. You know take, this. This is what take it comes that cowboy down shirt to. off. This is this has been an assault on my character. So. <laughs> you, it's been yes. an assault. How do I look my kids in the eye now when I got somebody saying that I cheat in fantasy football? How can I? <laughs> I can barely go into my house and look at my kids anymore. Your uh, son Michael knows it. Being called unethical by Harry Gagnon. Listen. Do you know what that's like? That is. This man, his life has been so illicit and filled with <laughs> debauchery that yeah, he like, wouldn't even. Jerry Springer a, wouldn't even allow like, him on the show. That's what I feel that's like right now. I'm not kidding. That's a fact. Sal, you know that, right? I do. That's a fact. A guy who was fired from Sin City, Vegas. Who gets fired from Sin City? <laughs> this guy, Harry. This is an assault on my Listen. character by. One of the worst all-time characters ever. All right. And okay. then, listen, 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 you know, listen. That's also all true. a man who has perpetrated the worst <laughs> trade ever in our 30-year fantasy history of being yeah. together. Talk about yeah. unethical. Talk all right, Harry, you better, Harry, you better reclaim your time quick because he Go just ahead. went no, in on you. You better listen, reclaim Jerry, your time. <laughs> next year is going to be 30 years in this league. No one's left. Same guys every year. Maybe I haven't made the – listen, Jerry, I need to make the playoffs. I haven't made it since 2014. In Whoa. 2013, I beat Parlay Kid. Maybe it's better from that. I beat him in the playoffs, and then I beat Brother Bry in the finals. That was the last time I really did anything. I made the playoffs. Like, like I said, last time was 2014, and Parlay Kid – Sat Edmonds this week for Ahmed of the Dolphins. Come on, man. That's weak. That's weak. <sighs> All right. Also, Derek, and also, wait, wait, one other thing. Sal, right. one other thing. 2-0. Oh, 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 2-0 oh, oh, since the big trade. Jerry and oh. Yeah, you also beat Sal, whose team's the worst again. Oh, come on. Come again. On. What do you want also, me to do? Listen, he wears most points he wear, against. He wear, Darren wears a cowboy shirt, disrespecting Jerry. You know, being a Giants fan. Jerry, All right, listen. Harry. Look, we got to we got to stick to very very specific things here. By the <laughs> way, Jerry he is on the Ahmed. show. Let Jerry speak now. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Listen, this is one of the more bizarre fantasy courtroom <laughs> cases I've ever heard. Because by all measure, I do lean toward Harry's case a little bit. You're two and seven. You don't really got to engage in that kind of trade. You didn't even play the guy, but somehow magically you're two and oh, so we can't really say shit to you. You're two right. and oh, you're on the fast track. Harry, I don't know if it was a personal assault to you. How I would label this is just a weird, bad trade. That's not even factoring into the parlay kids season right yet. So, uh, 
Yeah. Since I just think sitting, that you potentially might have the 9-0 and guy might run the table on you, and then by the playoff time, you might have a lot more people pissed off at you, but I don't hey, know if Jerry, there's a personal Jerry, the 9-0 and guy, the 9-0 and guy also has Henry and Cook as its running back. How great will it be? How great will it be if Matzah Parmesan beats yeah. Harry's team two weeks <laughs> from now when I make the playoffs because of Mike Evans? That would be then fun. Then you're going to say, Parlay Kid, that was the greatest trade you've ever made. Genius. <laughs> I do think that this we're going to have to let this thing play out in the courtroom. Okay. We're going to have to let it play out on the field. Right. I will say right now, I don't love that trade. I don't engage in 9-0 yeah. negotiations. I really, really don't. He, uh, but he, Harry, I don't he, think he it's bragged. a personal affront to you. Mm. I don't think either team really won that trade here in those rosters. So it's going to be weird coming home. All right. That's fair. That's let, fair. Let, let, yeah, let's, but also, let's hear it also out. two weeks ago, Jerry, when he happened to win somehow, Parlay Kid did. He started the super freak Rick James against the Saints, where he got two points. <laughs> Rich and he James. sat yeah. Claypool. Yeah. yeah. He sat, yeah. He sat Claypool and Higgins, who both would have got 17. I'm telling you, he tried to lose. So no, he would, I, don't I was losing the playoffs. I don't love the $55 Edmonds bid right. and then trade that. Did you have any fan? Wait, did you have any? What, what was your budget like on the wire left that I, week? I, I had enough, and I I put up thirty one to get Edmonds. What was Parlay Kids' financial situation on the wire? I've, How zero, much money I've had you? zero dollars since. Oh, so you through. couldn't even bid on Edmonds if you on, wanted to. Interesting. Oh, that <laughs> Harry, you can't suspect. And, 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 no, Sal. No, you, and you also can't Jerry. say you can't say you hated Edmonds, but you bid thirty one dollars on. Uh, you can't say he's a I terrible bet thirty one on. I thought that right? was going to be a steal. And also, yeah. by the way, Jerry, <laughs> I, I I take more ribbing. Listen, if I would have done this trade. If I would have made this trade, Sal would have annexed it. I mean, I would have been, he would have shipped me <laughs> to Siberia. What? That what would have been it because because I would have because three years ago we had a trade situation it. where uh, I uh, I supposedly made a bad decision in week one, and I'm still hearing about it now. Wow. Final question: How long from the signing of Edmonds was the trade from pickup to trade day? Did pretty, they actually have him on the roster? Pretty pretty soon. Yeah, it was close, right? I just we might have to we might have after. to uh, yeah I think it was a week after yeah, was, yeah we might have to get the text log in here I don't know if there was like a hey you pick him up for me I'll trade oh, you I Evans I don't know. we might have mm -hmm. to we might have to get into the phones here at yeah. some point to have I don't to know what the out. nine and oh the nine and oh team what like what what's in it for him other than getting Evans I don't think he said with uh, had a side message to the parlor kid like hey I'll give you fifty bucks of my winnings his first uh, his first if, offer if, to me was Keenan Allen for Edmonds. When Edmonds was starting, why didn't you take Edmonds that was trade? Starting for the week, I I said I didn't. Right. I no, I I didn't take that trade. It's the most and targeted the receiver next week, in fantasy. Being that Montgomery went out, I needed a number two running back. My I go, you know what? <laughs> right now, Evans is my fourth receiver. I'm going to trade my fourth receiver. Fourth I need receiver. a number two. Fourth and receiver. I, you're I was hilarious. lucky. I was able to pick up Ahmed from the Dolphins for nothing. Actually, <laughs> he was so. going to give you Keenan Allen. No, no, I was. He wanted Allen for me for Ed. Oh, okay. That was no. the original right, deal. Good. I turned. So there you go. It could have been no, more. I, I have. I, my yeah. receivers are good. I, I traded from a strength. I traded from a strength. So I love Jerry, how he what says Claypool. Uh, real quick, Jerry, what should be the um, trade deadline for for these leagues? Because um, good point. How late in the season before it gets? Let's say like this is a fourteen week regular season league. Like 11 in or 10 in. I mean, this is week no, nine. They, they I, should have been allowed to do it. You I think, think it earlier? should be stricter than that. I think it should, if it's a 14 game season, I yeah. think after week, like final trades are in before week nine. 
Like really? the Wednesday before the week nine. Thir- because of this, you get it. To- <laughs> I had a trade in my league and it's a keeper league, yeah. which was so shady. The- Saquon Barkley was a part of the deal. Right. The future rights to Saquon Barkley for a team who was a playoff team who literally traded uh, DeAndre Hopkins to the two seed for the rights to Saquon Barkley in the future. Like, and this was like two weeks ago. So right, right, I think right. week eight got to be done and then move on from there because crazy shit happens. Look what's going on I, here. I'm uh, real quick. I'm in a league. It's a big money league with like Scott Van Pelt and Clay Travis and Todd Furman and a bunch of professional poker players. And these guys bet each other a thousand dollars a game on the side, like side bets and a bunch of ESPN guys and everything. And they allow no trades. It's a snake draft. They allow um, pickups are like waiver priority. So if you, like me, got screwed with a COVID defense not playing and you had to get that and then then you couldn't pick up Mike Davis the next week because uh, and so I really with uh, with uh, Mostert and McCaffrey going out, I had no chance. I've been starting dog shit at running back like McKissick is a, a star on my team and I've not been able to catch up as a result. And I'm quitting that league. I'm telling everybody right now. I'm done with that league. Can you well, imagine? I mean, can you imagine no trades, no picks up? I know. It's terrible. It's like a kid's table league, but with the uh, real big boy money. Sal, Sal right. one, last yeah. one last point. One last quick point. All right. One last quick point. I want to talk mixed tra- with Jerry. Jer- yeah. I know, but Jerry when, Jerry, when the trade was actually made, when this trade was actually went down, Darren, the parlay kid, had the least points in the league as well. All right. Well, he had a chance to make the playoffs, though. I don't know. I know Jerry's leaning towards Harry. Hey, Sal. And Harry is leaning way, towards going through his computer screen. I don't know. Sal, what, you, you couldn't you, be Sal, closer, you're eliminated Harry. right now. Who's your best receiver? Why, you want to trade? Uh, today's I'll give trade you Chase deadline. Edmonds. <laughs> <laughs> Our deadline's tonight, Sal. We got about eight more hours to get that done. Let's do it. I go. I I'll go. knock Harry out. Is that another made-up? It's, it's is, good. It's all good. Let's do is it. that another made-up rule? All right. This another made-up rule. Jerry's about to fake being frozen on the screen. Here. Jerry, I want to talk <laughs> NFC East here. Uh, I know we've discussed it enough. I like your Giants at three to one odds to take this terrible crap bag mm. division. Um, I assume you'll win at Cincy this week. You have Finley. You should win that game. They, they, these teams all pretty much have to say, oh, look at Harry now. He's a Giant fan. Uh, they all have pretty much the now. same schedule. The Eagles have it the roughest for sure. What do you think? You like your team top to bottom. You think you're the best in the division. I do. I mean, we are seriously one Evan Ingram drop on third down away from having almost a commanding lead in the NFC. So yeah. 2-0 against the Eagles with a full game lead. I, I do like the Giants' chances. I will say, and this is this, I, I it pains me to say this. I see the Cowboys going on a run and it makes me sick. I see it. I just, I, I could read the headlines. <laughs> I don't Dalton's back healthy. Zeke looked good again. I could just, I could see the headlines. We're going to, we're heading down to like a final week shootout for whoever goes like six and 10 or six, nine and one or whatever. But I feel like the Cowboys also are going to go on a run and are going to win on Thanksgiving Thursday. And it's just going to really? be sick. Oh, yep. man. Yes, yes. I don't like it. I, I still like the three to one on the Giants. I think they're playing real hard for Joe Judge and, uh, Danny Dimes getting better. I, I say Danny Dimes best quarterback in the NFC East, which is saying absolutely nothing. But mm. uh, I, I would definitely take the Giants at three to one. But I got a sneaky feeling that your annoying ass Cowboys are going to make like a, a little a little run here. 
I mean, two 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 game winning streak is a run in this division. But so. how I, we would have to have it wrapped up by January third when we go to the Meadowlands or MetLife Stadium, whatever. Could come down to that last game. I think it has to. I don't. Yeah. Uh, the Cowboys going to run the table until then? I think it's. When's the last time the Giants beat the Cowboys? It's been forever. First season of that Long stadium, time. I think. It's Long been about, time. Yeah. But Jerry, also first time we, Giants haven't won three in a row since November of 2016. We've had five chances since. Got to get it done with no Burrow now. Yeah, yes. and I know we're also playing the Browns, and I, my whole fit, my whole in-laws are all from Cleveland. Like that, I, I always said the Giants Browns. Like my son could root for the Browns a little bit if he wants. There's no rivalry there, but now that game's actually going to mean something for both right. teams. Mm-hmm. Got the Odell rivalry. Yeah, no, there's a lot going on now between uh, yeah. Cleveland and uh, <laughs> New Jersey. Um, let's talk Knicks real quick. Are you happy with the draft? These guys, the parlay kid, well, I don't know after today if uh, the feeling's mutual. The parlay <laughs> kid is dying to go to a Nick game with you. Um, what was, yeah. uh, who knows when that, what please, the hell year? Please, Wouldn't that be great one Me, day, one year? Jerry, Take the- brother bride, courtside. What's this? Jerry, get us there, right? You're going to get us there? <laughs> Take that shirt that- off. That's my best career accomplishment. I really do think is the fact that I get to go hang out at the Nick games courtside. Oh. I, I don't know. I think I still act for, for that purpose. only. I don't know if I really <laughs> act for any other reason other than that, but, uh, and it is a good experience. I, I look, I, I love what they did in the draft. I do. And they've been getting a lot of heat with free agency. Obviously, they didn't land anyone. But with the Knicks, it's almost like less has become so much more. Not getting involved in these awful contracts. Well, who knows if they're awful. But these long-term, big-money contracts. The biggest problem the Knicks are going to face is, which is why I wanted Chris Paul in a way, is we need to let every star player know, like, it's all good. You can come here. Culture's getting better. Team's getting better. We've got a good coach now. It's safe to come over here and play. Um... I like what they did, but it's clear they have no interest really in this free agency class. And the the, the big free agents are next year. And it seems like that's right. what they're going to be going for. But I, of course, talked myself into all the now pretty above average defensive players the Knicks have with a now defensive coach. I mean, eight seed or bust. I say it every year. Eight seed or bust. <laughs> and it's probably going to be bust. But, uh, yeah, but you'll take a bust and they get a top five pick. Um, that's okay. As long as they're playing hard and playing the right way uh, and the young guys are getting better, I think we're all okay with that. I'm okay with that. Who's the yeah, Mike I, Evans I, of the team that they could trade late in the year? It's Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers is the Mike Evans of, of the <laughs> NBA as, as, as your fantasy league goes. Uh, but yeah, I, I really didn't mind it. And I think the Knicks are actually in good shape and we have a ton of draft picks, but we got to get the big, and maybe it's still Westbrook. Maybe that's still out there, which I wouldn't oh, object no. as long as we're not giving up mm. RJ or Mitchell Robinson or a first round pick, but I don't think there's enough to get that deal done. These but, guys uh, hate Westbrook. Well, I, 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 can Jer- you win? Jerry's sitting courtside though for the next few years. So it's probably a little bit different position than we are. I mean, we, yeah. we're, we're okay with the, we're okay with the losing. Yeah, but, right. uh, Jerry, Jerry, it's got to be tough for you, though, right? Because you have to be friends with some of these Knicks players, right? And they've just been absolute garbage for, for years. <laughs> I mean, I have gotten to know some of the players over the years. And uh, look, I just have the feel I in a way, maybe I should be I should root for the losing because I you know what's going to happen is when they get really good and they're like a one seed, they're going to be like, ah, Jerry, we can't. We got no room for you. <laughs> right. Matthew McConaughey's coming through tonight. So uh, <laughs> so we'll catch you next time. So I, I probably should be more invested in the Knicks losing. It keeps me on the court, probably. <laughs> 
I'm trying to do the math there. I think you're about the same age as Brother Bride, Jerry. Uh, Parley Kid, uh, Harry and I got you by a decade. When you when the Knicks were good, that 94 run right in there, were you just like entering high school? That would have been a good year for them to for them to be good for you guys. Were you, were you? I mean, that 1994 for me, obviously, like the Yankees were gearing up to make their run. You know, they had those awesome Mariner series, which were some mm -hmm. of the best baseball games I could recall. The Rangers just won the cup and then they locked the players out the next year. So that made me hate hockey after that. And then the Knicks, which was my my love at the time. I mean, I was I was getting things shaved in my head like Anthony Mason. I had a barber doing up some mixed <laughs> shavings like my man Anthony Mason. Just it's never been that good since and it's not even because of the winning also. That team had so much charisma and really did embody New York City in the terms of just like there was Ewing was the star but they just were like yeah. if they can't beat you on the court yeah. they'll fight you. It was it was incredible. I was loved Ewing every your, single was, minute. Was he your favorite Ewing? No, it was John Starks. Starks. I mean, they got me with, uh, he was like bagging groceries in like Tulsa or something. I'm like, I am in. He came through the CBA. Like that guy was as blue. His route to the NBA arguably was the toughest of any player ever and became an all-star. He had one all-star yep. season. Yeah. And he did shoot two for 17 in uh, <laughs> yep. game seven, which I watched on a JetBlue flight two years ago on Hardwood Classics. They had game seven, <laughs> Knicks Rockets. I don't know why I watched it. I thought it'd be a good idea. I was oh. crying on the plane. <laughs> was it game six or five that he went nuts? Because I remember looking at the daily news and you could see like what his odds were for making three threes or four threes. I'm like, oh, he's going to make six threes again. And you could get 11 to one odds. But it was either the game before or the game before that. He was on fire. Like was I think like, it was oh game God. five that put them five. up three to two. And right. that was back in the old two, three, two situation. Right. So that, that game six and seven in yeah. Houston. Oh, it's still. And it really, I don't encourage any Nick fan to rewatch that game. But really, <laughs> there was a moment with two minutes left, like a loose ball that Oakley almost. There was so many plays that could have swung that game besides yeah. Starks having a bad shooting night. And you're a big Knicks fan and you're shaving shit in the side of your head. And then somehow you end up at Auburn. You end up at the palace and you get knocked out by Ron Artel. That's so crazy. Like, what are the odds of that? Several things. on. So, number one, when that when that happened, like on the two year anniversary, they actually made that reference because I was also kind of the height of entourage. So they made that reference on like SportsCenter. Like, right. oh, I looked and, and Jermaine O'Neal lays out turtle from entourage. I was like, ha, ah, funny. And it dies there. <laughs> And then obviously with social media now, it's been like three years running that that my Twitter feed gets like flooded with that. I put up a post and literally I had this is by far the most viral thing I've ever seen. It had like seven and a half million interactions. Wow. <laughs> Just putting that up. And like, I guess, you know, slightly chubby dude with a hat and a jersey and a beard. <laughs> yeah, I could make the I could see how the confusion. I mean, Ron Artest responded to that tweet. I saw that that recently, right? Th this year That's he responded, awesome. right? It's like four. This is on November. I guess it was 18th or 19th, whenever the anniversary <laughs> is, which is. Yeah, I, it was when it all went down. Um, but I always we say the character of Turtle would have saw that that shit was going sideways real quick and would have got Vince the hell out of the palace. <laughs> <laughs> it would have just been out the side door. I'm not getting into a fight with you any know, of those guys. You know what we have to do? We have to get the we got to track that guy down if he's still alive or not in uh, pr federal prison. But we should you got to have him on waiver wire. You got to set this up, right? Oh, that's a all. dream guest right there. I never <laughs> thought nice? I'd say that. That's a dream get. <laughs> All right, we're going to get that. Harry, get up. No, Harry, you're useless. You yeah. can't get that. We're going to get that. We're going to get that guest booking for you. Uh, Jerry, you're on Waiver Wired. It's a great, great podcast, great fantasy podcast. There's two this week. You're on with Jen Piacenti. 
She's a stud, right? She does. She's it's so crazy how much she knows. I'm not surprised because I've, I listened to her before I paired you two. I was like, this is going to be great. And you guys started off. You're like nice to each other. Like, oh, yeah, that's a good pit. Yeah, that's a good. And now you're at each other's throats. I love it. She had to quit the podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago because you beat her one on one. She couldn't take it. It's really, really I good. Mean, I beat her in seasonal and beat her on a one-on-one in FanDuel. I don't know if I could ever achieve any more greatness in fantasy than that. But all things considered, she was on the Taysom Hill tight end glitch like four days before he was even named the starter. I know yeah. that when everyone was on that way. But literally, four, if you were in a, a seasonal player and Taysom Hill was out there, she called that four days, especially if you're on the ESPN site where he is a tight end. I mean, she's phenomenal, but I, I guess I'm I guess I'm living rent free in her head right now, two and zero against her, <laughs> and we're we're on a collision course for a Super Bowl, which might end the podcast. Out, might yeah. be over after that. Oh no no no, we got to keep it going. You, you know what's great about Jen? I listened yesterday, and you guys were talking about you talked about like Ryan Tannehill was available on your on your one of your um, waiver wires uh, a couple weeks ago, and she's like, "What? What are you talking about?" He's like, "Yeah, he was available a couple weeks ago." She's like. He hasn't been available since like week three. For me. She's in 14 team leagues. She's in probably 12 leagues and not they're all 14 teams or more, oh right? Oh my gosh. She wow. is not in one 12 team league. I think there's even a 16 team <laughs> leaguer in there, which I never even heard of. I don't even think there was a, that's like when you're playing cards and there's not enough play, cards for people in the right. deck. Right. Like how do you even play a, right. a 16 pl- team fantasy league? Yeah, she's, she's as legit as it gets. Um, and- I've finally been encouraging her. I'm like, can we now start to look ahead to playoffs? Because we're probably going to make the playoffs. And she's been against it ever since. But now we're starting to look at week 15 and 16 matchups. Because you could make some... Tannehill coming home has a really good schedule. That's why I brought it up. If right. he, he was sitting there in one of my leagues and I snatched him up. And I have Brady, which has a week 13 bye, which I don't ever remember a week 13 bye, obviously. So no. Tannehill will be starting that week for me. And he has a pretty cake matchup. Yeah. Well, that's good. You can listen to it all. They go back and forth. Uh, Jerry Ferrara, Jen Piacenti. It's waiver wired. Thank Jerry. I don't know. Well, I don't know uh, if anything was settled here. I do have to. I, we love to have. It will you never on, be but... settled. It will never be settled. Seth. Yeah. Listen. Well, unless, if you unless, could... Edmund, if that, unless Edmund gets a start here or there. You can't write a better script, though. If the parlay kid runs the table, makes okay. the playoffs, and then knocks out. The one that, seed. That's that's the end game here. I can't. I wait. would worry I, about well, Harry. I, I, I would worry about happen. Harry. <laughs> oh, nice. Thanks, Jerry. That'll I would be worry, fun. But Harry, I'm with you though. I don't like this $55 stuff. I just I we might Garbage. have to pull phone records. <laughs> I like that, Jerry. Totally. <laughs> Jerry, thanks. Uh I, I do uh see a day where these you're flanked by these two courtside and they're you're trying to root the Knicks on and they're still arguing about this trade three or four years from now. <laughs> as but, long uh, as I'm not sitting in the middle, I'm fine with it. <laughs> right. Thanks for coming on, pal. Thanks, Jerry. All right, guys. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks, pal. <laughs> Uh, he's the best. Jerry Ferrara, best. you could hear Great him job. on uh, Waiver Wired. Yeah, I don't know if we settled anything, but we do have to talk uh, football here, right? <laughs> we go NFL. Let's do it. Let's we do still it. Have a lot. We have a, still have a lot to go. What I know. Got? It's crazy. We should almost uh, separate this into two podcasts. But all right, let's start the morning game on Thanksgiving. Houston at Detroit. The Texans are favored by two and a half. Fandle has the over-under at 51 and a half. Brother Bry. You're going with the favorite Texans. They look good against the Patriots. They really did. I saw Deshaun Watson, I think, is the top-rated 
quarterback in the last five weeks or so. Your guy Carr was like number three. I think Mahomes was two. But Watson converted third downs. He uh, extended drives. He did everything you remembered Deshaun Watson doing uh, back when Deshaun Watson and the Texans were good. And I guess that's why they're favored over the Lions who were um, <laughs> shut out by the Carolina Panthers. Gross. The Lions are gross. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing with Watson. I mean, I feel bad for him because it be awesome to see him on a really good team uh, because mm -hmm. he is really good. He is a top quarterback, but I, I'm looking at the Lions. I don't know how they're four and six. They suck so much. Even That's... the games they win, nothing is easy. This team, obviously, they're a different team. I could say when they have Galladay, when they have yeah. Swift in the lineup, Galladay may play this week. Who knows? Swift is, I think, is out. Defensively, they've been bad. They're missing guys. Texans, but the thing is with the Texans, they're not as bad as their record indicates. When you look back at their schedule, their opening schedule was really, Crushed. really, really, really yeah. tough. So, but again, Watson's been so good. I, I think it's it's one of those games. Houston just, I mean, when you look at Detroit, Detroit's lost the last three Thanksgiving games. It's funny. I was going back and I was like, I felt like they've won a few, but they've lost three in a row on Thanksgiving. I think this is a game where Houston gets up early and they win something like 30 to 20. I'm actually going to, this will probably be one of my bigger bets, and it's right off the bat on mm. Thursday, which is great. Interesting. Uh, I'm going the other way. Harry, your boy. I knew I, you would. I knew your, you would. Your guy, Joe Osborne, pointed something out. I knew there was something like this. He said, after a team is shut out, they're 12-5-1 against the spread. You the have to tell game. me that before <laughs> I do that. I just saw it. But no, but Brian, here's the thing. I was like, you know, here's what I want on Thanksgiving. I want uh, Matt Stafford to start because I'm sick of the Chase Daniels and the Blau, whatever the hell his name is, uh, that when we get that early game with those guys. For, uh, and I want yeah. the Steelers to be undefeated. So I got both my wishes, although this is before Stafford got shut out. And you're exactly right. Without Galladay, without Swift, I don't know whether – offensive weapons are even if Galladay plays a little bit as a decoy but I'm taking the points I'm taking the plus two and a half I think it's a good teaser game mm -hmm. I think it's a plus eight and a half is uh, I can, is I can see that's, what about though for the Lions how how about this is like W something where you lose this game you're off of the Thursday game next year yeah you can come back the year after you're gone next year we don't want you anymore on the I Thursday know. early game if you lose I, this one I, I don't mind that losing. at all I uh, I'm sure there's a, an equipment manager who's hasn't had Thanksgiving dinner with his family for 49 years or something I'm sure he doesn't mind uh I also wouldn't mind the loser of this game if it's the Cowboys being kicked off Thanksgiving parlay kid Dallas is giving three 46 and a half is the over under against Washington all of a sudden, this is a game. I'm scared. I, You know what? I, I know, like, you're supposed to root. We have a friend, Alex, like, why are you rooting for this team? You want them yeah. really to draft, like, 16th and have a first-place schedule next year? I was like, well, it just seems like you should root for your team. That's all. It just seems weird to not yeah. root for your team to win. And here they are, three-point favorite. And I don't trust it, Parlay Kid, but you're going there. You're taking down. Yeah, I, got, I have to go with the Cowboys here, Sam. Like you said, it's the same thing, right? So – there's a point when, you know, going in before this Minnesota game, you said to yourself, oh, you know, they're just better off losing. And then during the game, you know, I'm high-fiving my kids in the house, like yeah. going nuts for the Cowboys winning. And then I'm like, you know, I don't this, I don't want them to ever lose, right? So whatever. They're not in the market probably for a quarterback anyway. So let's win the division. Let's get out right. there. Let's win it. We'll, we'll take this 15th, 16th seat if that's the way it's going to be. Um yeah, I like the Cowboys here, Sal, just from the sheer standpoint of uh, I I think Dalton found a little something. He looked pretty decent the other day. 
uh, playing Smith. I think they'll get some pressure on Smith. I think the Cowboys, there was some definitely some addition by subtraction when they got rid of Everson Griffin, when they got rid of Dantari Poe. It seemed like uh, their defense, while still not great, they're hitting people now. Yeah, right? they kid were. Donovan Wilson in the secondary, who uh, my, my kids and my family would tell you, I've been on this kid from last year uh, after watching him in preseason. He's a hitter. I'm not saying he's an all-pro yet or anything like that, but they're starting to lay the wood on some teams, which you like to see. That's right. Go get this one for that coach on Thursday. Let's right. cover this uh, minus three. They're, the Cowboys are a more talented team than the Redskins. Oh, Coast. man. So let's get it. So oh. let's win it, and then let's have that last game, me and you versus Harry and Jerry. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I would love to get to that position, that spot. But, Parley kid, how many times have we been through this? I, I just want that Thanksgiving. So many times. So you know what I wanted times. to do? I wanted to, I wanted to, I just wanted to eat like a pecan pie and walk by the screen and just shake my head when I saw it. I didn't want to now <laughs> be glued to the television, flinging cranberry sauce at that same screen because we can't beat Alex Smith and Washington. Because everyone's like, oh, Alex Smith, what did they, they, please, they beat uh, Cousins and they beat that Dalvin Cook team. Like, they should be like, guess what? We've lost to Colt McCoy on Thanksgiving. Exactly. Right? That We've is lost true. terrible, terrible games. So I'm trying to figure out how they don't cover this three because I'm taking Washington and I'm hoping for like a 21 20 final. Dallas, um, Greg DeLay kicks it through the uprights and we win because I know they're not making it that easy. That we can so it's another teaser game, right? Is this a teaser? You like, Which one, you like for Washington? For Washington? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> You're right. Two underdogs. Probably can't go wrong. This game is interesting. Baltimore at Pittsburgh, obviously meant to be the marquee matchup of Thursday. Pittsburgh minus four and 45. Now, so many interesting things about this because the Ravens are riddled with COVID. Their running backs are out, right? Is it Dobbins and Ingram are out? Is it, yeah, is it both, Dobbins yeah. and Ingram both yeah, out? Both. Um, Ravens got beat up by Pittsburgh. Uh, beat up. It was a closest game, but beat up. Beat when they uh, played the first time. Ravens have looked really bad since, right? And Pittsburgh has just taken care of business. They're undefeated. Four seems a little low. I mean, if not for the rivalry, I think this is six, six and a half, Harry. But you like Pittsburgh laying the points. Sal, I know you mentioned it yesterday on Fox Bet Live. Yeah, I agree. It's a little shady that it, was, it opened at three, went to four and a half, and now, like you said, it to four with Dobbins and Ingram not playing. Baltimore's also lost three of four. They're just not getting enough production from their wide receivers. Just six total touchdowns. Shut down Mark Andrews and you win this game. But I think Pittsburgh maybe a little bit feels being undefeated a little disrespected because still nobody talks about Pittsburgh and going undefeated. It's still in the AFC all the talk is about the Kansas City Chiefs. So it makes it where maybe Pittsburgh still wants to keep rolling here and keep this undefeated streak alive. They scored 24 points in each game. And I just don't see enough enough offense coming from the Ravens here. And maybe, maybe even Parlay Kidd will start rookie Chase Claypool this week, who leads uh, Pittsburgh in yards and well, touchdowns. I, I tell you what, I'm, I have Lamar's my only quarterback, too. So that, that does, this really? is certainly not helping. Ooh. I'm trying and, to think, and again, uh, is there anyone Pitt's I can even trade you? I could trade you Drew Brees and, and Winston. You want them? Paul, I, can, I do have them. I don't and know another, what Sal, I can give you. Yeah. Another point, <clears> though, the Pittsburgh's defense obviously is great, too. Lead the lead in sacks. They lead the league. They lead the AFC in sacks by like nine sure. or ten over Buffalo. You got Pruitt. You got Watt. You got, uh, yeah, I mean, they got three guys in the top ten in sacks. Um, yeah. They're uh, phenomenal. But and I who's think starting the Ravens, for them? Gus Edwards? 
Uh, it is Gus field? Edwards. It is Gus Edwards. I think they keep this close. Well, Lamar's their running threat. He can't throw the ball is the problem. He can't throw downfield mm -hmm. for some reason. And uh, I don't know if that gets better against the Steelers, but because of the rivalry, because of the fishy line, I'm taking Baltimore. I guess I'm taking all three underdogs on uh, Thanksgiving. But let's go to the uh, marquee matchup on Sunday. Tennessee, Indianapolis, the Colts, according to FanDuel, three and a half point favorite. Over under is 50 and a half. Brother Bry, you and I like the Colts. Um, we checked in as a group on that Thursday night a few weeks ago. The Colts, uh, it was a close game, and then the Colts smacked Tennessee around in Tennessee, and 34-17 and, and was the final. They're a weird team, and Phillip Rivers seems to rise to the occasion in these last few games. We like the Colts, right? God damn, Phillip Rivers. I hate that guy, but uh, <laughs> still found a way to win some games. But look, the first game wasn't, Really a blowout like the score show because the Titans special teams would really killed them in that game in the second half between the punter and the I mean yeah. the two punts by that guy. Uh that being said, I think the Colts are a bad matchup for the Titans. The Titans really they have no pass rush at all. They can't get to the quarterback. And the Colts pass protection is so good. So Rivers is gonna have all day to throw again. The Colts will do enough to stop Henry. I mean that's the one thing that's their defense is still pretty underrated. I know Rodgers made a few big plays against them, but still they they actually probably played uh, pretty well in that game, especially for Spurt. So they're going to force Tannehill to, to make a couple big plays. I, and I don't think that's going to happen. You get back-to-back -back road games for the Titans. If the Titans were coming off a loss last week, I would maybe think differently about this game. But both teams coming off a win. I, I would back the Indy to win, win this game by about a touchdown. I'm afraid of Derrick Henry in the cold. I'm afraid of A.J. Brown. It seems like you can't tackle those guys. I mean, we always knew you can't tackle Henry. Right. And then when it gets to November and December, you really can't tackle him. And for some reason, A.J. Brown seems to get free, even though he's got three guys uh, hanging on him. But yes, you're right. I think this is a matchup in a dome where the Colts could thrive. Uh, I'm with you. I'm laying the three and a half. It's not even because I hate Tennessee, but because they'll be there. They have an easier schedule uh, after this, uh, as Jerry pointed out. But uh, I like Indy on Sunday. All right, Parlay Kid, Arizona at New England. Maybe this one's not as easy as it looks. Patriots plus two and a half, 49 and a half, yeah. according to FanDuel. Uh, I'm going under here. I think the, the Patriots step up. I don't expect torrential rains like we saw in Foxborough a couple of Sundays ago against uh, Baltimore, but I think it's going to be nippy. It's called little physical football that the Cardinals are not used to. Kyla Murray. Um, maybe playing a little hurt here. I know you like the Cardinals, but uh, I, I don't. Unlike, I think it could be a field goal game, and I don't want to be on the wrong side of that field yeah. goal. So I'm going to take the under. I think it's like 24-20 type game. I uh, I I like what you're saying there, Sal. That you're almost changing my mind here <laughs> on this game. I just think that I think Patriots were feeling pretty good uh, coming into that uh, Texans game. I think that loss kind of has taken any hope uh, out of their sails right there, the wind out of their sails. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they're a little deflated now. I think had they won that game, maybe riding some momentum, thinking, hey, let's let's try to sneak in as that last playoff team. It looks like that's probably out the window now after that loss. Uh, I think the Cardinals are just too talented. Murray will make enough plays here to cover this two-and-a-half uh, point spread. Um, and I, I just think Patriots will be game. Look, they're going to try to run the ball on every yep. single play. Although Newton threw for, what, 350 of the day? But that's also because they had to play from behind a lot 
And Myers is emerging as a pretty good receiver. But mm-hmm. I think the Cardinals are just too talented. They're off a bye week here. Uh, bye week? No, yep. not a bye week. I'm sorry. But, you know, they got Ten the, days. Yeah. The, extra day, the extra couple days here. I think they just get by this game. And by, right. the way, by the way, the Colts might struggle this week, too. And go back to the last game. If they get called for 80 holding penalties, holy yeah. smokes, what happened yeah. at the end of that game? That was a weird. No, no one oh, deserved to win that game. It was out of control. Between the holding penalties and then throwing when they're supposed to be uh, the, killing oh the clock. My gosh, but, yeah, the coaching and then and then Roger spiking the spiking ball. Spiking the ball twice. The- I brought that up on Fox Bet Live. That killed me. Like you run an offense, you get these guys in off balance. This is what you want. Them. Unbelievable no reason to lose those, downs. especially for that team. Yeah, why do you want to go to overtime? Playing for the field goal there. All right, Kansas City at Tampa Bay. Maybe I jumped the gun and said that Tennessee-Indiana was a marquee matchup, but KC-Tampa Bay, we saw Tampa blow it last night. Uh, Kansas City is a three-point favorite. Fandle didn't have an over-under up, but I'm, uh, I looked around. I'm seeing around 54. I don't Was that no, – no one's hurt, right? I mean, obviously, Tom, Tom's playing, and uh, if he plays anything like he did last night, it's going to be a quick out for Tampa Bay. I mean, my God, he threw two of the worst interceptions I've seen or he's thrown. I mean, they were just like punts, yeah. basically. And he really could have had another one that was dropped uh, basically at the goal line earlier in the game. I'm like Kansas City. I like them. Uh, take them on the money line. Take them minus three. Uh, Brother Bry, your team did the right thing. They stretched them out. They made every possession count against um, Kansas City. Your Raiders did that. I don't see that it's going to be uh, a similar game. I think Chiefs go down and uh, carve up that defense and that secondary. What do you think, Harry? You're on this. You know what? I'm gonna obviously the easy pick would be able to take the Chiefs. I'm gonna take the Bucks here with a three. I think the line is a little low. Uh, yeah, Bry, your Raiders played a great game the other night, but again, that must have killed you because that last drive just seemed too easy for the Chiefs. It just seemed they just shredded them down the field. I think Fournette is a it's garbage. What he dropped three, four passes last night. Forget about him. Uh, Antonio Brown. I don't know if he's a jinx, but he gets there, and now they can't win. I mean, I think they need this team needs to focus a lot, or like they did earlier in that game when they played uh, against the Packers. They need to pound Jones. They need to blitz like crazy. Get Gronk more involved. They had five sacks against the Packers. It worked for them. I know that they're, that's whatever it is. Tampa is terrible in night games. They're all, they they just they can't cover a spread in night games. They can't win a big game in night games. The back play in the second game on Sunday. I think maybe they give Tan- they give Kansas City a game here at home. Maybe they can get it done. Plus three, like I said, this line is a little low. Brady's got to respond. He's got to bounce back a little bit. Come on, Tom. Mm. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. All right, I'm going to go Mahomes over Brady here. But a lot of action. Like you said, some good games Sunday, good games on Thanksgiving. Oh, boy. What are you going to do, Harry? You guys, what, Harry, are you going to watch any of these games on Thanksgiving? <laughs> You know what? Parlay kid busts my chops all the time about not watching games when I do watch them. These first two games, they are kind of boring. I'm actually rooting for, but I will watch Washington, Dallas. I am rooting for Washington because Giants beat Washington twice. But this is what makes it exciting. You bet on the games, right? Yeah, you bet I, all I, I the think Harry, Harry forgot that. I mean, that's what happens when you don't bet <laughs> on the game. Boring. It's, not, it's boring. You know, it's not well, exciting. Yeah, it's all Texas, boring. Texas, Detroit now. I got to get my workout in during the Texas. Uh, oh, stop. All right. I thought you were going to be truthful for these people. But <laughs> however you watch the games or don't watch the games, as uh, Harry has uh, put forth, you could bet them all and bet all the action on FanDuel Sportsbook. 
If you've never bet on FanDuel before, now's the perfect time to give it a shot. They're giving new users a 25 to 1 odds boost on any NFL game Thanksgiving Day. You bet $5, you win $125. Harry, is that exciting for you enough now? You have $5 it is a little bit. to win $125 on uh, Matthew Stafford, you know, the Lions? You know I'm the king of $5 bets, so yeah, sure it does. Go ahead. Me. Which one would you go with? $5. Go ahead. 25 to 1. Mm. First touchdown? Oh, my God. No, just a team. What are you talking about? This is just a team. Forget it. Uh, the Texans. Go to sleep. Harry, the tryptophan has already uh, kicked in the Harry there. Uh, that's one of the reasons FanDuel's number one in America, number one sports book. I love it. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Sign up with promo code against all odds to get 25 to 1 odds on Thanksgiving Day. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code against all odds. I'm going to read this part. 21 or over, present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, New Jersey, Tennessee, or West Virginia. New users only. Must wager on designated boost market. Deposit required. Max bonus $125. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Com. You have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. In Colorado, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Indiana, 1-800-GAMBLER. In New Jersey and Illinois, and TN Redline, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Do all those things, Harry, right now, while Brian and I talk about Notre Dame at North Carolina. Carolina home, plus four and a half, <clears throat> 66 and a half. We're on a text chain. With the great Tate Frazier, North Carolina native, big fan. Every week we're watching. I don't know why. I don't even feel like we have a lot of money uh, on these games uh, with North Carolina playing. But they're all outstanding, Bri. Um, I'm taking Carolina. And I feel like they have like four or five pros on this team, right? That we kind of watch every week, maybe even on the offense. Uh, you're, you like the over. I'm taking Carolina plus the points over New York. Yeah, well, I'm going to come back to this. I think of my best bet. So I like the over 66 and a half. I think UNC, though, is going to force this game into being a shootout. So is if there's one thing we've seen in the last two games against Notre Dame, it's you can pass on them. So between Clemson, even Boston College was able to throw the ball on them. Um, you can't run on them, but you can definitely throw on them. So Howell should put up some big numbers, but... There is no way UNC is stopping Notre Dame in this game. They gave up 53 to Wake, 44 to Virginia, 45 to Virginia Tech. So I think this game gets to like 80 points. So uh, mm. I think I thought 66 and a half seemed very low for, for this game. All right, let's go over. It's fun, right? There, there's yeah. a lot of scoring in these North Carolina games. I don't know. You know, Book could uh, do a good job carving up that uh, secondary too. So um, take the over. Also, the golf. Did we figure out when this is? Is this Friday? Peyton Manning, Steph Curry versus Phil Mickelson and Charles Barkley. Now, one of those guys is a pro, Phil Mickelson. He made the cut, definitely made the cut at the Masters. Son of a bitch. I bet against it. But anyway, you would think, you would think the team with the pro would be favored in this matchup. But Charles Barkley is so bad that Steph Curry and Peyton Manning are a minus 174 favorite on Fandle. The take back on Phil and Barkley is plus 134, and yet we all like Manning and Curry because we've seen <clears throat> Barkley tee off as much as we've seen anybody else. Um, Parlay Kid, what what are we thinking about this? I'm going 174 here. I bet it on Fox Bet Live today. Yeah, so I mean, Mickelson would have a, probably a better shot picking one of the four of us who are, are no good at golf <laughs> either, right? Uh, and let's say that they can manipulate the rules where Mickelson is – 
if they're hitting the an even amount of shots, say I guess, or um, we're alternating their shots. I don't see how uh, Mickelson could win with Barkley unless he literally just tells him, "Hey, Charles, like, just you're gonna just use a putter today, and you're just gonna put it like straight for as straight as you can right. for 30, 40 feet. I'll take care of all the rest that we have to do." I don't yeah. think it's gonna play out like that. I think Mickelson will be a good guy. He'll have some good laughs about Barkley's terrible play. Let him hit as much as he wants, or whatever the rules allow him to do. And Manning and and Curry are two pretty solid golfers. They'll play a pretty decent yeah. game, and they'll win this whole thing, right? So sounds yeah. pretty fun, though. Sounds pretty fun. It is fun. It's on what, TNT three o'clock on Friday. I'm going to be watching. the The bummer about betting these things is they're laughing and they're yucking it up the whole time. That's and you like, exactly. like I I hate being more serious about anything than the actual participants are, and that's what's going to happen. And who knows if there's some uh, chicanery going on. Now, uh, Brother Brian, what is it? Is it best ball after? Is it best ball until the second shot? How are they doing this? Well, I I think just a normal alternate shot play, it's just you, you're just you're really alternating shots. I, I don't know if you get to pick your holes in terms of what you're driving on. I mean, I know there's some rules where everybody drives and you play the best ball from there or you decide. That's what I thought um, it was, that the, everybody tees off, but maybe yeah. that's not it. I don't know. Well, that's the thing that's great here. So I'm going to put a ton of money on Steph yeah. and Manning. It's going to be fun watching Manning and Barkley. I think those two guys are going to be fantastic. But right. um, I'm going to put a bunch of money on Steph and Manning. Then I'm going to text you guys on Friday like, Holy shit, they changed the rules. What are they doing? Yeah, this whole they're doing all putters, some some weird shit. And I'm yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be furious about it because I'm gonna be like, how do we not know uh what was going on? <laughs> but if it really truly is alternate shot, I don't see I mean Barkley's been so bad. I mean, maybe his I, I don't know, maybe his iron game isn't terrible. But right. God, I, I don't see how I, Phil would have to play like a perfect game, a perfect match to win. So really? I, I would I would definitely say uh, Stefan Manning here. Harry, you got anything different on this? No, I like it too. I mean, look, when we saw we before uh when, when we lost golf earlier this year, they had a couple of these type of tournaments and we saw Manning who's got a five handicap, which is pretty good. He carried Tiger on some of those holes. He was great putting. And Steph Curry, we've we've went over him on against a lot in the past. He's played in two tournaments on the Corn Ferry Tour, which is the basically the equivalent of the triple uh triple A baseball of uh, the PGA Tour. He's fantastic too. And I just think and Brady also in that when they played carried Phil on the back nine. Phil was terrible when they played in the rain. So and again, Barkley's that swing is too. the worst of all time. Yeah, uh, he's all he plays in that tournament in Tahoe where our buddy Tony Romo plays all the time as well. And Barkley our finishes buddy, uh, our buddy. <laughs> Stop it, and, Bar- and, and Barkley finishes buddy, last. Brian's buddy, South buddy, not your buddy. <laughs> Harry, you just Sorry. had a you Lay just had a Romo. Giants knit cap on. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, Barkley finishes last in that tournament every year. His swing is the worst. I mean, it's. Yeah. It's uh it's it's just I mean what's it gonna what's he gonna do? It's gonna be Phil the whole time. I don't think he gets they get it done. I mean it, that's obviously it. Is Phil so good that he could dig Barkley's bad shots out and how can they hide Barkley's shots? Yeah. I think it's more fun to take Manny and Manning and Curry yeah. and not watch Bar- bad shots. Bar- right? Barkley's Barkley's T shot on, on T shot takes about four seconds, five seconds to it's, finish. It's, it's like right. stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. 
I haven't so, seen any other props on this. But yeah, Manning, that, Curry. That, that's what I was yeah. going to say. So they're going to have some fun props on this. So that yeah. you could probably wait a day for. I, I would Remember what those Brady did soon. to you last time, Sal. I know it's terrible. They what, yeah. was that an uh, was that an eagle? I'm fuck. That was crazy. That was yeah, what it was, was but yeah, was it was like out of the rough. He he basically eagled it. I was in the rain. In the rain. I, I was so good though. His previous like six holes, I was like, he's not going to par, right? I, what what was yeah. my bet that he won't par? And I was like. Uh, Loading up and doubling up on all that shit. Oh, of course, Brady kills me. Uh, didn't kill me last night, though. Uh, NCAA <laughs> basketball starts what, Wednesday. Is this true, Harry? It it's is. It's actually Bring starting. It. Let's do it. I feel the same way about, uh, I don't know, I feel less um, enthusiastic about this than I do college football because I just feel they're already canceling games. I, I don't want to get into it. Let's just go by the odds that they're giving us, right? So Baylor, Gonzaga, and Villanova, plus 950. They're the three favorites. Iowa, 10 to 1. Virginia, 11 to 1. Kentucky, 12 to 1. And I'm looking at other notables. Duke, 16 to 1. Kansas, 18 to 1. Michigan State, 18 to 1. Uh, Master Tate Frazier's Carolina Tar Heels, 28 to 1. And then you got to go 45 to 1 for Arizona. It's weird. Syracuse, 85 to 1. Harry, I'll start with you. You like Iowa. Um, I like Illinois. Actually, I'll start with me. Illinois is 11 to one Brad Underwood's team. Uh, Io Dasunmu could be a Naismith award winner. Kofi. I say, I used to say Cockburn last year. I got corrected. It's Coburn, Kofi Coburn. Both of them were supposed to come out and then didn't come out. Uh, he was a dominant freshman up front there, uh, a force in the paint. They got Trent Frazier, DeMonte Williams plays great defense. They love the freshman class. I think they beat Baylor in the Jimmy V Classic next week and 11 to 1 odds in this Big Ten, Harry, that has Michigan State is coming in third in the Big Ten. Very strange. You like Iowa. Yeah, I do like uh, Illinois too, Sal. You're right. They're going to be tough, but I do like Iowa. I mean, whether they have fans later on or not, whatever, this Iowa team led by senior center Luca Garza, uh, I mean, he, he's averaged 24 and 10 last year. He's the type of guy where. Um, he can just carry a team. He had 44 in a game last year against Michigan, 38 against Indiana. Um, it's also going to be cool to see that there are going to be some non-conference games like you just mentioned too, Sal. Iowa gets uh, Tate's UNC. They get Gonzaga, who's number one right now. But uh, again, uh, Luca Garza is up for the player of the year. And also their junior, uh, Joe Weiskamp, gets 14 and six last year. He's back. He's their second leading scorer. Iowa can make a run because especially, like I said, without they can rely and, and just jump on Garza's back and they could win this thing. What about Syracuse 85 to one? Are they done? I mean, the football program's done. Is the basketball program done? Too? Do they ever come Bas back? Ba basketball team's going to be tough this year. They lost Elijah uh, Hughes, who was the score leading score last year. So it's got a lot of questions, a lot of issues with Syracuse basketball. What do you mean going to be tough? Going to be tough to watch? Not going to be. The team's not going to be tough. No, the team's not going to be that oh, tough. It's going to be, be tough. A Tough, tough season in the ACC this year for the Qs. All right, brother Bry, uh, Villanova. Um, sure, why not? Right? Yeah. Well, that's a th this year is weird, right? Normally we get, you know, you get. It's funny how high the odds are for Duke. Normally you get a team early in the year, a couple teams six or seven and one. It's weird that the the worst odds you get like nine, plus nine fifty. That's pretty great. Uh, but I, you know, who knows again what's going to go happen with this year? But because of that, I think. You got to look to teams that have a lot of experience. You have to look at Villanova. You have to look at Wisconsin, maybe a Kansas. But I do really like Villanova. They played really well at the end of the year last year. Uh, definitely an advantage for them to have a slightly older team. 
maybe it's just maybe it's just that maybe they're just supposed to win every other year villanova you know obviously last year didn't count right. so maybe they're still in line with winning every other year bring back gillespie uh samuels robinson earl uh, should be able to lead this team, I think, to an Elite Eight or Final Four. So I like, I do like those odds plus 950. At some point in time, they will come down. Funny though, Sal, for Illinois, the best player in New York State from Long Island was uh, Long Island Lutheran kid. He's uh, like their big time prospect. Oh, that's the one in the front. Yeah, they love those Cur- guys. Curbello, the kid Curbello from right. Long that's from uh, Joey's daughter's old oh, school. Oh, there you go. Long, Long Island Lutheran. Yep. All right. That'll be a fun one. Pauly, Pauly kid, you are going with uh, Gonzaga. Who might not even be a school? I thought my cousin proved that it's not even an existing school. But you, you're you're (laughs) falling for it like the rest. Yeah, I'm going with the Zags. Look, this is endorsed by uh, our good friend Tate Frazier. Yeah, is on uh, the the uh, Zags as well. They have four uh, players returning who got major minutes last year. Uh, Freshman five-star guard recruit Jalen Suggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, four-star redshirt freshman center Omar Bayo uh, really helps uh, to make a, two good additions to an already very good program. Wouldn't this be the year that Gonzaga wins? It's just look. I'm, I didn't. Even, I was just trying to think like who did I pick last year? I was almost going to say, hey, I had Virginia last year. It was like a lost season, right? It's like, I think I did. I, I think Virginia, I took Virginia was two years ago now when we were making the picks. Right. I couldn't even tell you who I picked last year now. By the way, my Dayton Flyers are going to still be pretty good, even with the loss of Obi Toppin, one of the best point guards in the country with Jalen Crutcher. He's fantastic. What a really? solid player. Could be another draft pick uh, from the Flyers. Uh, but I do think they have a good season. They're going to win 22, 23 games. But the Zags, this would be the year that they get it done. It really just feels like, like I said a couple years ago with Virginia getting it done, it feels right to me mm-hmm. <laughs> just after – after them waiting their turn here, this is the year they get it done. There's no real standout team. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the Zags. Get it done, Harry. At, what is it? Plus 950, well, you said, Sal? Plus 950, yeah. All right, I like Way to it. go. You, like you took the number one team in the country. Nice job, D. Oh, come hey. on. Come on. Who did you take? Wait, who did Harry take? He took Iowa. Iowa. We yeah. forgot already. Oh, yeah, well, what, what, Shut what up. Did? Harry's got the guy that guards is supposed to win. I'm looking at these Garden supposed, yeah. consensus, supposed to win consensus, the Wooden Award. Consensus first team All American. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's so, uh, that's pretty good. I mean, he's going to put up giant numbers. He's three to one. Uh, while I have it yeah. here, Handy Parlay Kid, your Flyers plus three thirty to win the A A ten. That's third uh, after St. Louis and Richmond. I'm trying to look at some of these other wow. w- weird ones. Virginia one ninety to win the ACC. Duke right behind him plus two fifty. Baylor, everybody loves them. Plus one forty. Kansas two to one. West Virginia five to one. That's in the Big Twelve. SEC, it's uh, all Kentucky at plus one twenty. Uh, Pac twelve. ASU. Like I said, Arizona is the seventh. Expect to come in seventh place there at fourteen to one for the Pac twelve. ASU plus two thirty. UCLA three to one. Arizona lost a ton of players in the draft. Yeah, they did. Everything's just going wrong in Arizona. Just what's <laughs> happening out there? <laughs> Harry's happening. So there you go. Uh, We got some good basketball this week. We got the Jimmy V Classic. Like I mentioned, Illinois goes up against Baylor and then Gonzaga against Tennessee. It's uh, number 12 in the land. That's fun. Harry, what's uh, there's a good one this week, too, right? Who's Gonzaga this week? On Thursday and Chris on Thanksgiving Day, we've got uh, Gonzaga taking on Kansas. Oh, that's going to be fun. There you go. All right. 
everyone's waited long enough or maybe they've tuned out by now. Maybe they were done uh, after Harry was singing the Giants praises, Harry and Jerry. But we have to do this. Sharp Tank, Harry won last week. I jumped on his pick. These guys lost. Harry, I'll start with you again. What is your best bet? All right, we're going to go Saturday. We're going to go back uh, back to college. We're going to switch back off approach. We're going to go to college football. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Kent State Golden Flashes and the Buffalo Bulls over 66 and a half. Look, we've talked about this Buffalo offense before. Jarrett Patterson averaging 7.2 yards a carry. He's got eight touchdowns uh, on the ground. Last year, uh, he had 41. He's got 41 career touchdowns in, in at Buffalo and the Bolts have scored 42 or more points in all three of their games. Meanwhile, the Golden Flashes back-to-back 60-plus point games. Uh, you can forget about Fields, Trask, Lawrence. We're talking about Crum. Give me <laughs> some Crum. Dustin Crum. That's it. 75% their completion percentage, their quarterback. Nine touchdowns. Uh, three rushing on the ground. This should be a fun up-and-down game. Um, over 66 and a half Kent state and Buffalo is my play of the way. I will uh, play of the week. Michael Sicoli's Buffalo. They killed me. Uh, was it last? T- it had to be a Tuesday or something last Wednesday. I had them. They were there. They just yeah. didn't show up in the fourth quarter. What happened? Yeah. What? Yeah. They, they were, were just my, run, They were just running out the clock in that game. Was, I already had the over in that game, game too. Damn. They were my No, I had the under, I had the under Darren and I got there by half a point. Oh, okay, you did. Okay, my apologies. Yeah. All right, listen, that's, that's, that's about nice. It. We're making progress with you two. That's good. All right, Harry, uh, Harry Crumb, Dustin Crumb doesn't matter. Who's Over sixty six and a half. Yeah, Harry Crumb. Un- John Candy's un- most under one of his underrated movies. Over sixty six right. and a half. All right, brother Bry, what's your uh, Sharp Tank best bet? Well, now I'm going to have to make a video or a picture of Harry as Harry Crumb. Good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it took this long. Ryan oh, with the beard. So when true. he's got the beard going on, that was a good episode. A good oh, God. Um, I don't know. My picks in general for these have sucked uh, <laughs> recently. I, you I'm going to exact I, score last night. It, I know. If I, if, I, if I lose this game, I'm going to start asking like for I'm going to have to change up my uh, my. I don't know the way I'm picking these things, but okay. we talked about, we talked about it earlier. I know you already don't like this pick because you already took the other side, but going back to the Notre Dame UNC game, mm-hmm. I do like Notre Dame minus four and a half. And this mm. one, I really, I really do. Um, Ian book has been awesome. Just been extending tons of drives through Notre Dame. I do think Notre Dame and Clemson are a step above everybody else in the ACC. Notre Dame's five and zero against the spread in their last five. I think they, you know, they had their letdown a game against BC and they still covered that game. Um, if anything, maybe the four and a half points seems a little low, which maybe makes you like UNC a little bit more. But um, I just don't think I, I don't see UNC being able to stop them at all. I mean, I think they're going to put up points, but I, I don't see UNC stopping Notre Dame. All right. Yeah, I'll probably pass on that. I do want to say uh, yesterday on Extra Points, we had Bobby Carpenter on. Obviously, uh, Paulie Kidd, Cowboy first round pick, um, played in the league seven years, Ohio State grad, great player for the uh, Buckeyes. I asked him because there's all this talk about America's team. Who's America's team? Who is America's team in college football? And I mentioned that it's probably Notre Dame. And those guys laughed at me. Damashek laughed at me. Bobby Carpenter laughed at me, and then I was like, "Well, who is it?" And nobody had an answer. I think, uh, yeah, well, it definitely so is. Right. I mean, it I is mean, they, right. They they still are. I mean, if the Cowboys are still America's team in the NFL, they are. No, Notre Dame is still, yeah, the college team. I mean, who if 
I don't know. Ohio State? Clemson? Uh, Clemson. They mentioned Clemson. I think Bobby Garbage said Clemson, but now it's like Clemson's like the team that they're not the upstart. Look at us. Chuck's team, you know? Yeah, the thing is is Notre Dame has fans all over the world, right? right? All over the country. They're not like, you can't say Alabama. You can't say Clemson. I mean, again, I, maybe Ohio State. I, I don't. I don't, know. I don't have the numbers to support this, but I would go by jersey sales outside the region, and I think it helps that uh, Notre Dame is not in a conference. Although this year they are in a conference, but yeah. they they don't regionalize them. So they're the most they're the most recognized college football team in the world. In the world, right? In the world is Notre, the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. Okay, so right. you could put that argument to bed. Right. I love those guys, but they're they're wrong on that. They're, okay, they're, good. They're, right. they're, they're, they're the world's da- team. They weren't even wrong. They didn't even offer anything. They didn't even say it. Like I was like, who is it? You 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 USC UCLA. What the hell could it be? What I don't know what the. Uh, it's not Syracuse, Harry. I'll tell you that much. It's, it's not Stony Brook either. Right, oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it might be definitely, Stony Brook. Definitely not Stony Brook. Uh, okay. All right, Parley Kid, what is your best bet? Well, you're going to hate mine, Sal, so you can almost skip over me. Uh, I really have uh, to go with Harry's here? I have well, to you, know, we're, we're, you know what I'm happened, rolling. Sal? I'm I, rolling. I did that four-team tease last week. Yeah. It, it, it was great, except who's the one team we said? You know what's going to happen. The mm-hmm. Falcons. Now, my, disclaimer to that, here's my one defense. And – to, to that Falcon pick. We made it when we thought Winston – I made it when I thought Winston was quarterbacking mm-hmm. that game. I don't think just because of Hill's ability to run, I would have went with the Saints uh, right. and the Falcons against Taysom Hill. Uh, I don't think I would have went there. Falcons, again, they just continually – look, I could – you could I give believe you that, there, Darren. Those 100-point extra that FanDuel sometimes – will give you on a game. Right. Uh, you could give that to me, and I won't take the Falcons anymore. <laughs> okay. I am quitting the Falcons until Ryan's not quarterbacking. I'm done. So I'm going with a one-game tease this week, Sal. I one t- game? So, oh. Well, all right, so I'm teasing within you're... the game, the game and the over. So I'm going with Tampa Bay here, Sal, plus nine. Ooh, wow. Might The over, 49 and a half I don't mind in that this part. game. Yeah. Okay. Reason being, and I think Brother Bry kind of nailed this yesterday on his Rams pick, that I still think the Chiefs are a little bit of a finesse team. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tampa Bay plays better against these finesse type of teams, uh, offensively and defensively. Um, I I think the the Chiefs will not pressure the quarterback the way the Saints did uh, against Brady, the way the Rams did against Brady. Brady will be able to sit in the pocket. And look, when does Brady ever follow up a bad performance with another bad performance? He does not do it. Mm-hmm. He hasn't done it in his whole career. I think he keeps this game close. I really do. This is not a must-win game for the Chiefs. It mm-hmm. kind of feels more like a, a must-win game for Tampa Bay. Tampa loses their uh, 7-5, and five, D. And that's what I mean. So I think this is a must-game. So I'm not saying they win, but I think they're going to do everything they can to stay in this game. So mm-hmm. I think getting the nine here, Sal, this is minus 110 because uh, I'm taking six points on the tees, right. not seven. Okay, so. Plus nine over This game is going over, right? Tampa, they, they, this game is going over that 49 and a half I just gave you. Yeah, it should be 27, so, 23 easily. Yeah, Right, sure. so uh, that's what I like this week, Sal. I, okay. I don't think Brady, I think he backs up uh, and, and Mike Evans scores four touchdowns this week and no oh, wow well, that'd be good <laughs> well let me Dang. say this wins the game 
I've been D. saying this for weeks now. The the number one prize in the NFC is the bye. And the second biggest prize is the fifth seed. You want to play that, whoever it is, Dallas, Giants, mm-hmm. Eagles, Washington. Right. You want to go there that first weekend. Yep. And now Tampa Bay, like you said, Harry, has to keep winning to get that fifth seed, right? They yeah. have to, you, you're going to have to be 10 and six, I think, to get that fifth seed. Uh, the way I look at it, um, and I'll say this, Paul, like, even though I do like the Chiefs, you know, people are all over the NFC. Uh-huh. I think three teams play defense in football right now. Yep. One of them's the Pittsburgh Steelers, the other is the Saints, and the other is the Rams. Um, and two of those teams are in the NFC. And Tampa ran into one of them uh, yep. yesterday, and it was rough, and he looked bad. And maybe they come back. I don't mind that. Oh crap! I don't oh, know yeah. what to do. Oh man. yeah. I know. I'm gonna go with Harry. When is this game? Saturday. Saturday, so, baby. I actually, I will say, I do. That was one of the games I was looking at because Kent State just their offense is so fast. That, this is a fun so game. Fast. What a game! I'm actually, I mean, I'm tuning into this game. I guess the only thing, the only thing, I guess the only question, unless Buffalo's defense is just so good, I mean uh, that would be they the question. They do have a good Buff- D, though. They Buffalo, do have a good Buffalo's going to score. Buffalo's going to score a bunch. All it's, right, I'm going to have Buffalo alum Michael Sicoli is going to type in the chat here whether or not over sixty six and a half is a good pick, and that's going to decide whether I <laughs> go with him or his father, the parlay kid. Over sixty six and a half, Michael. What what do we think? Back to back sixty point games for the for the Golden Flashes. Going over, Thanks, Michael. Michael says going over. All right, Harry. I'm going with you two weeks in a row. Wow, he defied his father right there on a. Well, Michael's good friends with the punter on the. uh, That's right. So yeah, the punter wears like three vests or something. (laughs) I was gonna say he doesn't have to ever punt. I was gonna say he he looked very cold. He had like four shirts on the other day. (laughs) All right, let's get the hell out of here, Uh, brother Bry. Thanksgiving. What's going on with you? You're at brother Bry on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving, I don't know what's happening. I don't even know if any of us are getting together for Thanksgiving. We might not be. I'm just going to be watching football. I don't mind that. If I'm just home by myself watching football, I can deal with that. Um, we have a decent fight this weekend. We have Blades versus Derek Lewis. I feel oh, yeah. like we've I feel like we've seen this fight a million Blades. times. I feel like Blades. we've seen this fight a million times, even though we have. But Blades, <laughs> such a better wrestler that he should dominate Lewis on the ground. Although... Blades doesn't have a great chin, so he could always. Get oh, out. Lewis but, but is I, so scary when he I know. unloads. So scary. I know. As long as Blades can honestly, if Blades just is like, I'm only gonna wrestle. Yeah. He's gonna win easily. If he gets a little too cute and starts boxing with him, he might have problems. But I think he'll okay. be smart about this. And it's Tyson Jones too, right? You you uh, uh, have yep. to go elsewhere and to Tyson uh, Jones. this game, yep. this fight. But seems too easy. Seems too easy to go Tyson. If you could do this, I don't recommend, you know, might be through illegal means, but if you did Manning Curry with Tyson, someone's going to disappoint you, right? And <laughs> that. Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. Uh, Parley Kid, what's going on with you? At the Chalk Talker. At the Chalk Talker side, I wish everybody a very happy Thanksgiving, uh, happy and healthy Thanksgiving to all of our listeners out there. We got a nice little thing going uh, on our text chain with uh, Jim Cunningham as well, where <laughs> a lot of times Harry sends videos. <laughs> and uh, like you know, like what? the other day, he posted what? a baseball video. So then we caption it. Oh yeah, as like a, a professional player. Like for example, I might say, like Ty Slob, right? Harry, right for Ty <laughs> right. Cobb, Ty Slob, and and, and Jim's okay. come up. Everybody comes up with such creative ones. It's it's really becoming yeah a real thing here, and we yeah. might have to bring that to Twitter 
soon. We might okay. have to bring it to Let's show a, a picture. Harry went in a batting cage and batted righty and batted, uh, showed off and batted lefty. And I think he fouled tipped, um, terrible. like eight, Excuse eight me. balls. I don't know. I didn't. Fi- there were solid base hits up Harry, the middle you, and a you, switch hitting at 70 miles per hour. You struck, you, but you struck it. You, the video you did, you struck out on three pitches. You know that? No, I didn't. No, that's yeah, not you true. Took, you took no, a strike. No, that's not you, true. You took a strike. You fouled one back. You took a strike. <laughs> So took strike a strike. Three. Yeah. Well, strike. How, how, you're, you're in a batting cage. You get 10 swings. You're just going to let the ball keep going by you. <laughs> I'm, I'm judging so, how it's coming in. You don't what, get, was the, uh, one, what was the one, best one? You, you get one. You got one. Ty took a strike. I can't think. Jim, Jim, Jim coming in. You, you get really one. Good ones. Jim, you wanted to jump in on this. What was it? What were some good yeah, uh, Harry Fat? No way, no down. way, Darren's no way, Darren's hitting a ball left-handed. No way, and he was a, he was supposed hold to be on. a great athlete. All right, all right, hold I, on. I switch it. Bull crap. Some some great ones we cannot repeat. Is that true? All right, well, so Jim, maybe don't repeat those. Go ahead, we'll clean we'll, them we'll, up. Um, by the way, in Harry's defense, he was looking for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> Harry has the rec- he holds the record for batting cage walks. <laughs> oh, all right, so I have a couple of these names from the other night. We had a. Uh, Clueless Joe Jackson. Good. I love I love that. Thicky Mantle. Thicky Mantle. Don Fattingly. <laughs> Steve Balbaloni. <laughs> Penis Eckersley. That was good. Never received Doral Hershiser. There you go. That was Jim's. That was a good one. Uh, I had a couple new ones. I was thinking of some Mets for you guys. Uh, Coward Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> That gets the big duh. Gary Farter. <laughs> Blobby Bonilla. Oh, my gosh. Uh. <laughs> I was thinking uh, Tommy Lasorda looks human. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I, I'm looking at this. I'm seeing this for the first time. Me? Ryan had uh, Ichiro, but Ichiro, like the Churro. <laughs> churro. That's a good Churro. One. I had uh, I had I had Roberto Malamar, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, and then I had uh, <laughs> I, I, I I had Stan Unusual. Oh, there you go. <laughs> And, 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 but, but yet good. my good ones get all all thrown to the side. No, you yeah, can't play, Harry. Yeah, but, yeah, this, but, this is not well, that's bull. Not what good all ones? Right. All right, let me let me say. Well, you could play if you would come up with one. You're just adding a word like candy Maldonado. You're adding cotton candy. I mean, it's already that candy fits. Maldonado. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, but it's already candy. <laughs> that fits. I'm Ch- glad. <laughs> Chili <laughs> Davis. You, you add Chili Dog Davis. I don't think Harry. Harry's terrible at it. He is terrible at it. Well, this is I not think Harry again, again, like like I was going to mention to Jerry, I said Turtle never took the never took this much heat from the Vince E and drama. Never, That's right. Never, 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 Jim. Joel, do you have any to add? Uh, you're listening here, patient. Joel's you're, my you're, defender. Joel, you want to get Joel, in? On, you're my you want to get in on the fun, or has uh, been all? I would. Taken? I would never make fun of Harry. There you go. I would you, never Joel. make fun of Harry. <laughs> It, not not to his face never to uh, his face. yeah so joel after joel after this podcast i'll take send, that joel send, send us I, send I will, us wait, a bunch of good now, ones after. yeah now, i will say this we never make fun of brian okay we don't i know that's fine i just sent jim a picture you have to see this picture of of brian watching harry rant about his best bets what right? are you talking about is it fabricated or he put he put he put it in the Derek Carr foes. Like, no, no. Just like, oh, I see. Yeah. I see. <laughs> I'd love I, to he, see it. He's miserable well, the re- as Derek Carr. Listening Look, to Harry. Joel, the reason why we don't make fun of Brian and Darren, there's the a goalie boys. They can't take it. 
Long Island, I, I can't take. I, I don't. I'm I don't know. A lot of I, Harry, you salted my character, Harry. I told you. <laughs> I don't, you look more don't, miserable, don't, Derek don't. Carr or Brian, listening to Harry. About <laughs> I'll have to see the picture. Oh, bet. oh wow. <laughs> 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 that's good. We may have to put that on extra points. Oh, that's points. fantastic. Yeah, you got well, to put it on extra points. Well, well, Darren, With the Raider jersey right behind. So good. Yeah, it's really well, good. Well, Darren, put, if you put Edmonds in the lineup, then we'll have something to talk about. Now, Harry, one more lineup. thing. Harry, one more thing. You're at AAO, Harry. Um, I do want to say I talked to Ken, who used to be your boss. Now you just he just makes you do things so that you could live for free in his uh, many, many houses. He mentioned that you guys went go-karting and because of your weight, he lapped you twice. All right. You know, this is the, the absolutely ridiculous. First off, he cheats it. We played miniature golf. He cheated. Cheated. Cheats at miniature golf, and his wife will uh, agree with it. And two, the lapping, the lapping at go-karts, I, let, I passed him right off the bat. And right. I just didn't want to, you know, I let him have his uh, moment going around when I was putt-putting it a little bit. The carts were pretty good. Listen, he's he's offering a challenge right now that what we is go it? back today for a hundred dollars yeah, that he film beats that him. film that yeah, film, film that it. Brian says Let's film that it. yeah yep I love it hundred dollars Ken destroy yeah. him Ken. he lapped you Parla twice Harry destroy. he lapped me twice destroy him Ken how long did it take well, to get out of the go kart well it was, it, it was tough to get out of jaws the of life I will admit I was well stuck. guys we remember seeing Harry's brother Scott in a go-kart and that thing stopped after about 10 seconds right, if you right. recall it yeah. couldn't go any further uh, is that a go-kart yeah, or no a go-kart <laughs> well are you talking uh, about uh Dale Earnhardt Jr. mints I don't know all right now we got a whole thing all right now we can't Lap me twice. <laughs> we can't do it. When Harry said that fits before, was that the first time you ever said that, Harry? Or I was we like, a whole I was like, new game, guys. I was like oh. Chase. El I was like Chase Elliott on that court on that oh, race. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't even gonna, think. I can't even. This is gonna. Right this is gonna be great. Chase We're gonna Smelly get some it. good ones here. All right. Good. By the way, also. By the way, also go to bestbestcorner.com for our for our <laughs> <laughs> for our uh, Thanksgiving Day picks as well. All right, there you go. Uh, oh, now Joel's coming with him with Tommy Lasorda and Fat Burrell. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Joel, you're too late. We're signing off here. Jim, uh, the eyes are ones, right? Yes, sir. Did you make it to New York? I know you made it to New York. Yeah. Are you sticking in New York for Thanksgiving? It's up in the air. <laughs> it's up in the air. It's I'm like at tomorrow. my sister's right okay. now. You're not going. So, uh, Sal, what was your over on him? It already hit the over, right? On how many how many days he'd be there? It did hit the over. I didn't figure in. But Thanksgiving it was very close, that he though. would abandon his family on the actual day. <laughs> he said twenty seven and a half. Okay, it's in the cards. All right, uh, that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for the Degenerate Trifecta. Heel producer Jim Cunningham, Joel Solomon, Michael Zicoli, and Jerry Ferrara. I'm Sal saying so long. Happy handicapping and happy Thanksgiving. Night.